Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Look out. It's only films to be buried with. Hello and welcome to another episode of Films to be Buried with. My name is Brett Goldstein. I am a comedian, an actor, a writer, a director, an embosser, and I love films. As the great Bobby Kennedy once said, the future is not a gift, it is an achievement. And I'll tell you what else is an achievement, that one take long shot in the car in the film Children of Men, absolutely mind-blowing. Every week I invite a special guest over, I tell them they've died, and then I get them to discuss their life through the films that meant the most to them. If you've never heard the show before, subscribe and check out previous guests. We've got Catherine Ryan, we've got Nish Kumar, we've got James Acaster, we've got everyone you've ever loved, they're all on here. But for episode 20, we have a very special guest in the form of Mr. Ricky Gervais. I was very grateful to Ricky for coming on the show. He was quite nervous that he'd say the wrong film. But as I explained to him before we started, there are no wrong films except for Independence Day 2. Usual warnings apply. There's some swearing, there's some spoilers, and we do touch lightly on dark topics. So feel free to skip any bits that upset you. But don't be a baby and skip all of it or you'll miss all the stuff about living in a bucket. So that's it for now. And I very much hope you enjoy episode 20 of Films to be Buried with. Hello and welcome to Films to be Buried with. My name is Brett Goldstein. I am joined today by a very special guest. He is an activist, a tweeter, an actor, a writer... A director, yeah. a stand-up comedian, yeah. and also he he'll, he'll love a dog. Yeah, loves dogs. Yeah, here he is, ladies and gentlemen. It's Mr. Ricky Gervais. Oh, just I guessed before you said yeah my name. Um, thank you. What a lovely introduction. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm in, I'm in your office. I'm nervous. It's very nice. Were you nervous? Well, because people take films very, very seriously. And I sort of do. I mm. sort of want them to be life-changing. But I don't know enough. I know I've watched probably 10% of the films I'm told I should watch. Right. I mean, I've only just started watching TV with subtitles. Do you? And this but my new favorite. Now I can't watch something that they speak English. You mean uh, shows in a Standard dramas, yeah. It's because of Netflix. And, with no, no. Um, because of Netflix and Walt right. Presents and... You know, I'm just watching the best TV there's ever been. 
and it all happens to be subtitled in the original language, which isn't English. So I know that I'm I'm filling that void yeah. a little bit, but I, I think that my my film tastes are quite mainstream. I watch most of my films now on an aeroplane. Yeah, on a, you know, a six-inch yeah, screen. Yeah. You know, sometimes I wonder about this uh, subtitle stuff. Like I I think because we don't know the language, it just always sounds so much better. Like we think, oh, this is really deep. And sometimes I watch like French films. And I think, well, it was really deep and really beautiful. But then you think about the story and it's always just someone shagging someone else. And you think, if this was in American, I wonder if we'd yeah, all be going, add, this is art. Add to that a serial killer and a rogue cop. Oh, you then you, now you've got, now you've got my, um, but the, the thing is, it's not just watching it in the own language versus being dubbed. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that if there's a, an amazing Swedish or Israeli or German drama, and then it's overdubbed for American Netflix. It, the acting of the people doing the voice is the same as a video game. <laughs> they just say the words. You know what I mean? So there is an option of dub. Yeah. You've tried. And we, accidentally, sometimes that oh, comes right. on. You have to go, you have to go into, uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Give me, yeah, I'll read it. You misunderstood me. Yeah. And also now you can make the subtitles big for old people like me who refuse to wear glasses. Right. So, uh, yeah. But it stops you uh, being... I think you, you're not tweeting and stuff, right? If you're watching something subtitled, no, anything you've got to watch it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Clever. Uh, and, as I say, I have watched some of the best television I've ever seen in the last couple of years because of it. Because you've got the world to choose from. And the yeah. best ones are, you know, everything from... You know, it's probably started with things like The Bridge and The Killing yeah. and, and then uh, Four Blocks, Gomorrah. I see people raving about someone on the BBC yeah. and I watch it, I go, no. <laughs> this isn't no. This isn't the best thing yeah. ever, you know. So, so welcome to the film podcast. You've made films. How yeah. many films have you made? Four. Well, I do, uh, um, oh yeah, made. Uh, so that would be mine. Uh, Invention of Lion. Invention Seventy Road. Junction. Life on the Road. Special yeah, correspondent. Yeah, that would be called. Yeah, and then maybe ten miscellaneous that I've popped up or. Yeah. What is the difference for you? Like when you've written and made a film and written and made a TV show. What's the difference in terms of uh, why and the thing Well, about the it? pressure used to be on with films because there was a pressure from studios or whoever gave you the money to make as much money back as they could. Yeah. So, you know, it's things like, you know, an hour and a half movie could be shown four times at the cinema. Yeah. You know, m- making it 12 or 13 A was better than 15 because you were cutting down your... Yeah. Um, so all those pressures are more to do with uh, commercial aspects than art. Yeah. But then Netflix comes along and they, you know, you can, you can make your own movie. And, and I've always tried to get fine led it, whether it was in TV or film, but usually there's been a compromise. Right. I go to, I go to BBC two instead of BBC one. So I'm left alone. I go to HBO instead of NBC. Um, right. again, then Netflix comes along and it's the best of both worlds because you're left alone artistically and the sky's the limit. They got 150 million subscribers. Oh. So, that they've sort of changed that. Uh, as much as it used to be exciting to make a film, mm. those days are gone. Those days are gone now. Um, TV is not only more exciting and often more lucrative, but it's better for the consumer. You, do, you don't have to go and see a remade rom-com at the cinema that's lowest common denominator, so it stays in, in there for a week because it's <laughs> the same as they saw last um, month and they know what they're getting. Or a Marvel nonsense. You know, you can get 
you know, things like The Sopranos and The Wire started changing it. Yeah. And uh, now there's, I, I think, I think, I think TV's winning. I think it's it's certainly putting up a good fight. We should. Uh, this should be called TV shows <laughs> to be buried. <laughs> no, we'll just to undermine the whole concept of this. No, but but I still, you know, I, I, it, it's like anything. Most things yeah. are shit. Yeah. Most films are shit. Most TV is shit. Most music shit. Most furniture is shit. Most buildings are shit. So. Yeah. We, 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 you know, you 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 pick and choose, and you, you pick what you want, and you and you try and find excellence. Uh, and I was, I'm also aware of the difference between what's the best film and what's your favourite. Yeah, you know, because that, that's a, you know, uh, they're not necessarily the same. It doesn't make sense to say I like crap films. I've never really understood that. Um, I, I don't watch films ironically anymore. Uh, but I, I know that some of my taste is quite mainstream. And also, when you're on a plane at 30,000 feet getting yeah. free champagne, I mean, Jumper is an amazing movie. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen Jumper. That is... Loved it. Yeah. It's like the perfect aeroplane film. Yeah. Yeah. What is the last film you saw then? If the you... last film I saw yeah. on, was on a plane uh, last week, I think, uh, going to New York. I mean... It's getting worse and worse. Now there are no films I want to watch on a plane. Really? Because the, the quality of Hollywood's gone down so much. And I don't want to watch a, a, some twat in a rubber suit running around that's aimed at kids. You know, that wasn't a fetish thing. That was a, that was a, that was a, that was a swipe of, of superhero <laughs> films. Right. Um, no, uh, it was mm. that one with Liam Neeson on a train. Commuter? Oh, Commuter. Yeah. Just you watched that, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah just was to, it great? Uh, um, Did he? Well, no, it wasn't great. Of course, it wasn't great. Why would it be great? The Godfather's great. The idea great. is he's on, right, the, right. he's on the tube and was, someone says, "Kill." kill it was fun. Or I'll kill it you was. Or it was fun, and it killed an hour and a half yeah. on a flight to New York, and it was. Yeah, it was fun, and I sort of enjoyed it. Would I watch it again? Of course not. There's no point. Why <laughs> would I? Why would I watch it again? But you know, it 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 did its job. It did its job, and I. And I doubt the director would get all yeah. uppity and and how dare you talk about me. He, he, he did his job. Everyone did their job. Mm-hmm. They got paid and it killed 90 minutes. So you think genuinely, because I wonder about this, I'm in a film, which I won't name, that is, I'd say, one of the worst, uh, one of the worst films ever made ever. Right. However, I remember when the reviews came out and they were terrible and they'd say things like, this cynical cash in and 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 i knew from being around the writers and directors producers, the tragedy was there was nothing cynical about it from their point of view like they really believed in this thing they sure. thought they were making a yeah so i really thought i'm, I'm i can see watching it and going are oh, they this they they just sort of turned up but they didn't they really thought they were making well that's the other thing i mean it's very hard it's hard to make an okay film mm. with all the constraints, yeah. you know, availability, um, funding, uh, getting your own way, uh, m- marketplace, who's it aimed at, is this, you know, yeah. all those things. It's hard to make an okay film, okay? Yeah. So when you start looking at that, you look at films like Community and you think, actually, it's pretty good because yes. it's a tough job. Yeah. It's a tough job. And to make a really good film, really hard, to make a great film, there are a hundred yeah. In the history of movie wow. making, you know what I mean. So if you look at it like that, actually, all those films you think are oh, shit, shit, shit. Yeah, yeah. They're not fucking shit, and you couldn't do it. They you know, did, that's what you want to say. Yeah, 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 
Yeah. Can I ask you this? And if it's if this is like too, we'll cut it. But um, I'm interested because I'm having this experience with trying to get films made and stuff. When you made, say, special correspondence, you had movies. You had Eric Banner in it. Now, to get him to be in it, did it have to be a straight offer, or did you get to meet him and talk? Because you, did, I'm assuming you'd never met him before. No, I met him, and you know, it, oh, you, you met with him. Yeah, you, you you want to get on because you're yeah you're in the same room for seven weeks, and uh, I don't want to work with assholes. No. I don't think oh you can you know get going so and so. Yeah. In fact, we say what they like to work with. It doesn't go. They could be worth twice the box office, but yeah. I go no, I don't want to fucking work with him. If he's a, and uh, Eric's a lovely bloke who got yeah. it all, and and. It was fun. That's the other thing with me in film, TV, anything. I still want the experience to be fun. I don't want to. I don't want to do my apocalypse now. Uh, you know what I mean? I don't want to get Oscar nominated but have a heart attack. Yeah, yeah. It's not worth it. I, I do want to say to the people, you know, as great as art is, the probably man's greatest achievement is still just entertainment. You don't want to yeah. die for it. You don't need to die yeah. to make a film or a TV show. I agree. I yeah. have no dickheads rule. But I also think it's interesting that so many films, and it's such a big thing, the way the business works is if, you, if you're having a big name, you often just have to offer the film. You can't meet with them, you can't have a conversation. Well, there's also things, again... Uh, it, it might be a dickhead. It's probably different know. now with, with Netflix, because, again, it, um, but there's a thing in uh, in studio films where there's above and below the line. So you yeah. might have a budget of um, 20 million, but then they say, but if you get Tom Cruise, mm. we'll pay his fee. It doesn't come out of your yeah. budget. And I'd be like, can I have a coffee with him first? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so uh, uh, it, 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 it depends. Mm. It depends. Some people do things for love. Some people do things just for money. You've, you know the films where they've turned up for money. Yeah, you know, you know it. You you can tell. You they, them they, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Or well, maybe, yeah. But it's it's all different now because it's all it's all taken a a, a, yeah. a kick in. You know, Hollywood now is is Sundance and uh, films are Marvel comics and people running around in rubber suits for kids. You know, it, it's like it's different. And then there's Netflix. Um, can I ask you one more question about Netflix? Yeah. And then we'll get to this. Is so with your films? Do they give you no notes? You're just it's just do what you want. Well, um, Come back. well, I've sort of changed. I used to fear it. I, I didn't even like executives saying, oh, that's good. I want to go, don't say anything. Um, but now I sort of, now, but when you get, if you are relaxed and you have fine let it, yeah. then I don't fear it so much. It, I yeah, can yeah. ask it. I go, what do you think? Because I, I know that I've, it's when you might not have fine let it that you're, mm. you're in a corner with a, with a flaming torch yeah. going, stay back, <laughs> stay back. <laughs> yeah, um, but you know, again, it, it, the models changed that uh, mm. Netflix have stopped that arrogance because you can always go there and get your own way. Yeah. And also, you know, some, some great films have been made by studios, by committee. Um, yeah. uh, it's just that you've got to make sure that you're at least equal to them with making your own film or, or do something else. Or, you know, let's not forget, most directors are hired. Yeah. This thing that they're being auteurs, mm. they're not. They have to call to change a line. Most films with a decent budget, that director is hired because he won't be a problem. That's why directors yeah. walk out and get fired, because they're a fucking problem. But most films that you see, mm. that, that director is on the staff. And then, and it's rare. It's rare to have real... Yeah. So anyway, um, and that's... But, uh, Chris Guest was telling me a famous story of uh, in Rain Man. You know, they do those notes. You do a 
you do a screening and then they fill out a form. Yeah. Um, and, uh, one famous one that they got for Rain Man was, uh, it's a shame the little guy didn't snap out of it by the end, <laughs> which I fucking love. I did a test screening for um, The Adventure of Lion, and uh, it was going really well, and they sort of liked it. And there was one woman who had a problem with it all the way through. She kept putting her hand up. Well, I'm at the back secretly, you know, yeah. in, a, in uh, a hat and dark glasses. They must yeah. know you're Awful. there. Yeah. And um, she said, what didn't you like about it? And, uh, and she put her hand up and said, oh, I didn't like the religious, you know, undertones. Yeah. And then, uh, what did you notice that could be, a oh, I, I, um, I noticed that she didn't have a bouquet at the wedding. Things like this, right? Wow. And then said, what would you change about it? She put her hand up and said, I'd put Jim Carrey in the lead role. <laughs> and I laughed out loud and everyone looked round. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can't, we can't do that. <laughs> we like, me too. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it, it, it's... God, I can't I, believe you, re- you sat in the room for that. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, didn't want to do it. Didn't want to do it. I don't, I don't think we changed anything. But, um, yeah. It, 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 the answer is it depends. It depends on who you are, what the budget is, what you're trying to do. You know, some people just want to be in filmmaking. Yeah. They don't get all arty about it or want an Oscar. They want to make a movie and, and see it in the cinema with their mum. Yeah. You know, and have a job. Uh, so it depends on your ambitions and, uh, yeah. Um, I've forgotten to tell you, and I should have told you when I got here, and it's really bad that I didn't say this first because it might come as a bit of a shock and I'm really... I don't even know how to put it without sort of freaking you out, but, um, you, you died. You died. Oh, Sorry. I'm dead. Yeah. How did oh, you okay. die? I fell on a spike. <laughs> did you? Yeah. Where was the spike? Oh, well, I was, I was avoiding a safe falling from a building. Oh, wow. I, thought, I don't want to die like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a comedy ending. And I fell back and I, and I fell on a spike, which went straight up my up ass. Your ass. Yeah. Kid out. Terrible. That is unfortunate. Terrible. Which is still better than being found in a wardrobe wearing Can tights. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How did I die? I don't know. Probably, I don't know. Fellow is well, I'd like, I'd like to think it was of old age in bed, mm-hmm. um, having a whiskey, watching a scandic drama. But no, it wasn't. It was you fell onto a spike. It went straight up your ass and through your brain. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe not through my brain. Maybe through my mouth. And I was stuck there. Yeah. Oh, then then like, Jesus. Help just me. Help me. Took you three days. Couldn't get you off. Fucking hell. Just crucified yourself. The irony. I know. On a spike. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. I mean, that's an awful way to go, but, but again, better than wanking yourself to death in a cupboard. Cause. Yeah, I think so. That would be your legacy, as we know. And it would be, yeah. You've done so much. All the fucking good things I've done. You've done so much. Then you Do wake you yourself. Yeah, the what? guy who wanked himself to death in the cupboard. Oh, I, yeah. Oh, yeah. So did you do anything else? Mm, yeah, I know. Not top of my head. <laughs> terrible, isn't it? Fucking terrible. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, so you, you, how do you feel about death? Do you worry you? Don't worry about being dead, okay. obviously, because uh, I won't know I'm dead. Yes. Except for this podcast. Yeah. I do worry about how I die, I guess, now and again. It's not, I'm not, I'm no Woody Allen. Right. You know, I don't, you know what I mean? I'm, yeah. I, I don't go around going, oh, um, uh, <laughs> I don't think he does either. I mean, my worst fear is probably being told I've got three months to live. Is it? Yeah. What yeah. if you were told you had three months to live, you'd be absolutely fine, you'd be absolutely fine but in three months you're going to fall on a spike and it's going to go through your head? Die in my sleep. If, if so, okay, you're going to die uh, yeah. in sleep in three months. Uh, again, no pain. what do I do? How do I spend that three months? That's the question. No point in starting any box sets, is there? 
<laughs> right? I don't what know. What was cancelled after one year? It's that terrible, oh, sad that? thing that you have to worry about your your admin and getting yeah. things in order and saying goodbye. It's awkward. Whereas if you go, boom, what happened? He was hit by a bus. Yeah. Dead instantly. He doesn't know about it. Good on him. Let's have a wake. You'd rather not know. I think, well, yeah, I think so. I mean, unless, I, oh, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't even want to know you're going to die at 93 in your sleep. Right, right, then, okay. then it's your birthday. Happy yeah. 93rd birthday. Oh, fucking hell. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> TikTok. Um, what if you were told two years, you've got two years to live and you're going to have no pain, then you're going to fall on a spike? Well, that's, that way, yeah, well, no, I'm getting to the point where that's likely, isn't it? God. That I've got two years. <laughs> well, no, I mean, just think, just think of, like, when I was a kid. Yeah. No, yeah, you'd have... 57, 59... They go, well, 59's a bit young, but... He yeah. had a good run. Yeah. Didn't even get to retirement. Probably so should have wanked himself off in that cupboard. We don't... Yeah, we don't know. We don't know, and that and that's the... I think that's the good bit. Right. If everyone knew they all lived till 60, that would be fairer. Yeah. But it would it'd be... It wouldn't be nice to be around, would it? It wouldn't be nice to be around 59-year-olds. Yeah, 59-year-olds would be a nightmare. All, yeah. All, all, all skydiving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, again, I don't know about that. Are you going to come for dinner? No, I've got a year to live. Fuck you, dinner. Yeah, I sometimes forget how old I am. I go, oh, fuck it now. Yeah. Because you don't feel it. You don't feel... How old is your brain? How old do you feel? Oh, I don't know. 40. Really? Okay. Yeah. It's older than I thought. Oh, I know where... I, I know, I'm not delusional. I don't think I'm a kid anymore. Right, okay. But um, I forget. When did that change? At 40? At 28, I thought I was 40. <laughs> <laughs> Once I started realising I don't want to wear fucking tight trousers or stand up in a bar shouting. I want a comfy <laughs> chair with a bloke and a dog and I can hear the clock ticking. <laughs> you know, I want comfort. That's right. when the elasticated waistbands 28. and trainers came in and slippers. Yeah, 28. Um. No, I mean, I, I, you know, I've been middle. I don't know what middle age is anymore. I suppose, I suppose it's late thirties, isn't it? Late thirties. I mean, it's moving back and forward. And it, it, yeah. It's a, it's a state of mind as well. Um, but uh, I, you know, fifty-seven. You go fucking out, fifty-seven. Fucking out. That's, that's there's no doubt. That's there's no doubt about that. That's middle aged if I live to one hundred and fourteen. Fucking out. Oh, brother. Well, listen. But I don't care about it. No, I don't no, care. No, it doesn't worry you. I don't care about it. I don't... You don't uh, live you know, in constant I, fear of... I don't, I don't believe in heaven and hell. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think my reward is here and now. I think it's finite and beautiful and amazing. We'll never live again. The chances mm-hmm. of being here at all, at all are 400 trillion to one. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. I think it's arrogant to think you deserve an afterlife or a second life or heaven or reincarnation and uh, uh would i like to live forever well you know on my own terms yes yeah uh, you know being 40 in my head and even 57 not so bad but you know i talk about this in my new stand-up you know uh, they say oh you give up all this and that and lead a good life and you live an extra 10 years yeah but you know that'd be 80 to 90 and yeah if, if if you could have 40 to 50 again, then good on you. But um, So if you could stay 40, less like a vampire, you're a vampire. Yeah. 40, when you were 40, you're a vampire. You stay physically that way forever, but everyone else around you... No, because I know that that would, that would be terrible in the long run, wouldn't mm. it? Losing all your friends all the time, You forever. could make Jane a, a vampire. Yeah, so cool. I know, but then it's like 
fucking hell, what, what, what is good forever? Mm. Nothing. It, it would soon be like hell. You couldn't opt out. Yeah. You know, and you can make all the rules, but the only thing you could say is you're healthy and happy. And then you go, well, by definition, uh, if, if I was in a bucket full of my own piss and I was happy, well, I'll have that then. Fine. It doesn't make sense. You know, you know what I mean? That'd be the last few years, me in a bucket full of my own piss. Nurse. Happiest he's ever been. <laughs> Look at him. You see, Ricky, I've yeah. never seen him so happy. Yeah. Why? Why? He's on heroin. He thought, fuck it. He sits in a bucket. Yeah, he sits in a bucket taking... Why is he in a bucket? Don't know. Chasing the dragon. Nothing wrong with him. He's just yeah. wanting to sit in a bucket. Yeah. He's happier there. He's gold. He's got an armchair. <laughs> um, he prefers the bucket. So got literally a lazy boy right next to the bucket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't think about it a lot. As I say, sometimes I, you know, you think, oh, fucking hell, happy birthday. Mm. How old are you? 57. <sighs> but no, I don't you think about, I don't think about death and. Well, that's good. I think about health more than death. Right. Okay. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, listen, if you can have a healthy, active life, mm. having fun, like I do all the time, all my life, whatever my circumstance was, you know, poverty to wealth, you know, whatever. And someone said, and you die in your sleep or suddenly and you don't know about it. I wouldn't care about a thing. Yeah. You know, it's only that, it's only that death with dignity that you worry about. Right. The pain, Mm. loneliness, suffering. Yeah. It's a shame that you died slowly over three days on a spike up your ass. (laughs) I know. It's a shame. I, I could have. I realised I could have chosen, at it's least in my fantasy, I could have chosen a better death. Could have had anything you wanted. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. Um, have you always been this zen about all this stuff? It's unusual. Well, I don't think it's zen. I, I, I think it's, I think it's more uh, rational. Right. I, it's like, it's what it is. But it's not like I wish, happened? it's not like I don't, I, I, I don't wish that there's no heaven and hell. Right. There isn't. And uh, me wishing there is doesn't change it, you know. But I mean, the rest of it, they're like, just being, enjoying it all. Uh, yeah, I've always, I've always known, I've always known that's the, that's the way to do it. It's pretty you good, know, that. Just taking that shortcut. Because I think people just go around the houses mm. and try and do things that make them happy, where you can go straight to being happy. Yeah. If you're lucky enough not to be burdened with depression, which I'm not, you know, it's very different. It's very glib. To say, oh, just be happy. Yeah. Well, it's, that's that's you know what I mean. Yeah. I, I, I'm lucky that I I am happy. Again, I don't but try inside. and be happy. I know what makes me happy, and that's doing what I want every day, and and hopefully being a good person, and and uh, having a clear conscience, and uh, helping animals, and having a laugh, and having a drink. You know, that'd be my. Uh, he had a laugh. He had a drink. Then he died. <laughs> <laughs> he got drunk and found a lump. Oh God. <laughs> used to drag him around in a bucket for the last few years. <laughs> he was so happy. But I just think, what can I do about it? If people say, yeah, are yeah. you happy you're going to die? I go, uh, no, change it. Yeah. You can't. Well, then fucking yes, then. What, what are we talking about? So you've got good happiness inside. Yeah. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. 
you'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Yeah. Uh, well, listen, this is going to fucking blow your mind. I don't know if you're even going to be angry about this, but guess what? What? There is an afterlife. You idiot! There was one all along, hiding behind a curtain. Fuck, am I having to shuffle round in heaven with a spike up yeah. my ass and out my mouth? <laughs> yeah, and everyone's... And, and Talking God, to Jesus. God meets you and he's like, listen, no hard feelings. Right. <laughs> I know you You did a lot of trolling of me. Am I in the heaven that I would believe in if I was... Uh, I'm Obviously, I'm culturally a, a Christian, even though I'm an atheist, so yeah, well, it's you're a Christian in, heaven. It's, it's uh, heaven for all. It's right. very nice. right. God is not surprisingly very forgiving. Is he a big? Is he a big a jolly fellow big with a lad, huge beard, a beard, big hands, good at making shit? Yeah, it looks like Santa. Yeah, and, and he's like, no hard feelings. I enjoyed it. He said, I think you're very funny, and it was, yeah. you know, some good ideas you were saying. The only thing is, you you keep saying, can you remove the spike then? And he goes, yeah. no, no, we'll keep that. Right, so you're shuffling around with the. But I don't mind, do I? Because I'm happy with it in heaven. Well, you've got a good, yeah, you're, you're, I assume what's the point in not being happy yeah. about something in heaven? Yeah, you're fine with it. I'm people, fine with it. People, people are jealous of my breaker. spike. It's an icebreaker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's an icebreaker. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. but in this heaven, yeah. all they really care about is films, weirdly. Right, which brilliant. Which for a TV fan like yourself is great news. Right. And they want to know about your life through film. And the first question they ask is, what is the first film that you remember seeing? Do you remember seeing your first film? I do, but the the first films I saw, I don't remember seeing. I knew that I know they'd be some sort of black and white film when I was very young on telly. Probably something with, you know, Jimmy Cagney and James Raft and all those right. guys, sort of gangsters or, you know, those sort of things my mum watched. But the first film I remember seeing is my first film, I think, at the cinema. Yeah. I was probably five or six. It would have been a rerun then in the local cinema for kids. My mum took me to see yeah. uh, Old Yeller. Oh, my God. That's your first film. Fuck me. And you've grown up to be a happy person. <laughs> and that, that's why I'm kind that's to animals. That's why you love dogs. Yeah, and I even got it. I even got I even got it was the kind thing to do at the time. Oh, my God. Can we give away films? Yeah, yeah, I set up a spot. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, a kid um, who loves his dog, lovely family dog. Uh, he gets rabies. And they have to shoot it. And he says, no, I'm going to do it. I'm going to well up now. Yeah. It's my dog. And he has to shoot it. And it's, it's fucking devastating. Yeah. It's, it, I'm nearly crying now. Yeah. So what did that do to a fucking six-year-old? It was, I mean. I think you've got an incredible outlook given that was, given that was the start. I, I, I understood what it was the kindest thing to do. It was, mm. it was, you know, and I knew all the trauma and all the, the fact that the person who loved it most loved it so much that he wanted to do it. And yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's amazing. And, uh, it did it, uh, definitely influenced me at the time and, and probably ever since. Um, 
and what films can do, you know, just the fact that what a film can do yeah. to your brain. And I remember uh, telling Jane about it for years. Jane yeah. hadn't seen it. And then a few years ago, Jane found it somewhere. On uh, She went, oh, when I watched that film, she was like, old yeller. I went, oh, enjoy. I'm on a train, right? I'm going to a gig. I'm on tour. It yeah. was like doing science or something. And I get a text from her about, about half hour. She goes, nothing happens to the dog, does it? <laughs> right? And I sent back, of course not, it's a kid's film. Oh, you must. I get a, a text about half hour later, you cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, now. So, I wanted her to go through yeah. no, what I know. went, yeah. No, you. I know. Why do we like that? Why do we want people to. Yeah, it's like with horror films, they're always like, you've got to go see that. Yeah, particularly if you know they're scared of shit. <laughs> yeah, why? Yeah. 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 Is it evil? Yeah, no, yeah. What, um, do, was it your mum took you to that? Yeah. yeah. Just you? You've got brothers. Yeah, my mum used to take me in the school holidays to, you know, now and again, that was a special treat. Oh, they were much older than me, though. So okay. um, I, I was nearly an only child because um, my brother was 11 years older than me. My sister was 13 years older than me. Okay. And my older brother was like 14 years older than me. In fact, my mum, when I was sort of like uh, five, six, seven, mm. she fostered. So I wasn't, I, I wasn't oh, brought really? up spoiled. So, oh, wow. Yeah. Same, pa- same mum and dad? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you were... Uh, yeah, I remember... Uh, yeah, well, when I was 13, I said to my mum, why are my brothers and sisters so much older than me? And she went, because you were a mistake. And I just laughed. Right? Again, I've always loved honesty. Great. But thinking about it, I want, to, I want to go back and go, fuck, they were all mistakes. They were all mistakes. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah. Fascinating. Mm. Um so you thought, did you, do you remember thinking when you saw Old Yellow and all that, did you remember thinking, I want to do this? Cause it was quite a long time before you did sort of TV film stuff. But that, but that, but I, t- I remember the films I went to see and I, I remember being devastated and not being able to console myself. I, then I saw Ring of Bright Water. What's Ring of Bright Water? Well, he finds an otter. Oh, right. It's the otter film. Fuck me. Same thing. <laughs> Fuck me. Don't watch films with animals because they're not going to end well. They're not going to end well. They never end well. What? Well, one does. Beethoven. Um, no, Jungle Book. You think Baloo's dead? Well, what a fucking euphoric. I've talked about this on here before, but Jungle Book ends with, you know, they've their best friend, their new best friend, ditching them all for some girl. Well, yeah, but that's nature. That's nature. I don't like it. Yeah, I know. Well, you know, that's that's the. That's what they're meant to make you think about, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what is the film that scared you the most in your life? Well, all these films and all these questions, they're very age-relative, aren't they, really? But I remember one that when you get scared nowadays, yeah. it's either a real threat. Right. Right. There's a, actually a bloke with a sword outside your window. That's mm-hmm. actually scary. Yeah. You have to deal with it, right? It's scary, yeah. Or you jump. Or you have a nightmare. Right. But as a thing that affected me the most, I think it was a hammer horror, you know, a Christopher Lee. Oh, really? Hokey old, you know, but not when you're nine. And yeah. my sister, I think, was babysitting me. So she'd have been like early 20s and uh, let me stay up late and watch Dracula. And she said, I said, what is it? He went, she went, He's a monster with big fangs, right? Yeah. And I was expecting a kangaroo. 
Right. I remember at nine thinking, and in my head, I go, oh, yeah. what's that? It's like, uh, it's probably a kangaroo, right? I don't know why I thought a kangaroo. Yeah. Because it is, it said fang, kang. What, what in a nine-year-old brain say, oh, monster with big fangs, that's like a, a kangaroo thing, right? Yeah. And she said, it sucks your blood. I thought, oh, let's have a look at this. And I watched it, and I didn't sleep for a month. Really? I remember going to bed, and I remember making a rule for myself. Yeah. That if the sheet is over my neck, they can't get in. Right. They can't get to you. Yeah, because sheets... I mean, that could have sent me fucking mental. Yeah. Really. Can I... I mean, it could have been worse, but then you get over it, and you think, no, oh, fucking hell, it's not, it's not real. But it was, it, it was around that time as well that I stopped believing in, you know, Santa and God. So, uh, but we frighten ourselves. Yeah, why do you think it is? Because we, we test ourselves. It's a, it's a, like we, a workout, isn't it? Yeah, it's a workout. workout. I mean, yeah. I mean, all fiction is like a, a workout for the, for the soul, isn't it? You know? Yeah. Um, so, uh. Can I say something? When, when I did your radio show last, you said something which I've not stopped thinking about, if you don't mind me saying on here, that you, your nightmare, you have a recurring nightmare. That you're a vampire. Yeah. And I'm scaring someone you're else. You're scared that's of scaring someone else. Yeah. And you want to tell Jane, I'm I think that's about, I think that's about power. Like, right. Like you've, there's a responsibility when, you know, you have any, if you've got any power or any say in anything, yeah. your responsibility is to not hurt another person. And so in my dreams, I let myself go and I think, oh, I can scare this. And then I, the fucking guilt goes and it wakes me up because I'm terrified. It's terrifying. Or I don't know. That's me. That's me. South, and I'm probably wrong. Um, no, that's uh, but but if Dracula was your your, it's interesting. You visualised a vampire. Yeah, I suppose that, again. That's me. What scared me yeah. the most as a kid. Now I'm the scary one. Maybe it's seizing power. Maybe it's if I'm a vampire, you can't hurt me. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Um, maybe it's too much cheese and wine <laughs> before I go to bed. With a cold remedy, because they're the best <laughs> fucking dreams. When I've got flu and I'm pissed and I take some night nurse, fucking hell. Now we're, now we're tripping. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I don't know what it means. But then uh, as an adult, I remember being affected at sort of 18 when I saw The Exorcist. But oh, the right. first thing I did was rewind the video and watch it again. I thought really? it was the most amazing horror film I'd ever seen. Wow. Again, uh, you know, I don't believe in the, yeah. the devil, but he's... What a great fucking fictional character he is. Yeah. You know, Christ versus the fucking the devil. devil. You know what I mean? Yeah. Great. That's great. That That's a superhero film. There's no, there's no greater superhero um, confrontation than God versus the devil. That's, that's it. That's your, that's, that's, that's the your end. Alien versus Forget Spencer. fucking Batman versus Superman. Yeah. God versus the devil. Now we're fucking talking chaos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You should pitch that. That's a good thing. I'll do it. Which one would I play? I'm torn. Yeah. You probably have to play both parts like Eddie Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, what... But both of them white, like Eddie Murphy. Yeah, look like Eddie Murphy. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is... Uh, I was sure we've got a lot of answers for this, because you're an emotional man. What is the film that made you cry the most? Again, age relative. I remember... Oh, no. Does this not I've work the one, other way? I no, think I've, no, I've got one that at the, at the time and still, go I on. can't cope with it. I cannot cope with it. It's the saddest thing in any movie ever. Yeah. It's the saddest thing in any fiction. 
okay, I've got to do this without crying. Okay. Danger Mad Elephant. When Dumbo's mum is rocking him to sleep oh, in her trunk me. through the bars. Honestly, I can vomit and cry at the same time with that. There's nothing, there's nothing, there's nothing sadder than that yeah. three minute sequence in a movie. I think you might actually be right. Dumbo's mum rocking him to sleep through a jail cell. Fuck me. <coughs> yeah. For, yeah, yeah. And for, for crimes they didn't commit. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah, too much. It's that. Okay. Good answer. Solid. Um, what is a film that's meant to be bad, sort of critically bad? People don't like this film, but you're like, you're all idiots. I love this film. Well, again, it's difficult when you, you mean a guilty pleasure, do you? Or I think they're wrong. No, I, I, I think I don't mean a good, well, someone might say, oh, that's a guilty pleasure. And you go, no, it's not a guilty pleasure. It's just a really good film. Oh, I don't know, because I don't, I probably don't move in those. So, well, everyone's different. I mean, yeah. people that I um, agree with on everything, and then they, they let me down by not liking the film that I love or liking yeah. a film that I think is fucking dreadful. Because that, that's because that just shows you how subjective things are. Yeah. I mean, there is no right and wrong answer. I suppose you want a contrary, you know, you, you want well, some like, sort my, of consensus that I go against. Mine is uh, Grease 2. So, like, people I've think heard Grease that before, though. Shit. I've heard that before. Right. I think Matthew Vaughan, the oh, director, really? uh, That's I, I think he, we did Stardust and I think he introduced Michelle Pfeiffer on stage saying, my favorite film of yours is Grease 2. Oh, great. And he went, I'm not joking. No. It's and I was thinking, but Scarface, <laughs> she was in Scarface. She's been married to the mob. What are you doing? What do you mean? <laughs> so I, I don't think I've watched Grease 2. I right. think it might have been on, so I, so I can't, uh, I know, but I know what you mean. But yeah, that is a film that is sort of the general consensus is certainly Chris. What about okay? Well, I, I I can think of a film that I've watched those times that I genuinely love. Yeah, and know that some people think, "Why are you watching that twice? Mm -hmm. It's it's not Citizen Kane." Um, <laughs> is Pretty Woman? Right. I think it's a great movie, you know, as a romantic comedy, and yeah. you know, um, but then I do, but then my again, it's skewered because I do watch these so-called. Trashy films, yeah, at, at thirty thousand feet yeah. on champagne. So I do love things like jump. Limitless might be the ultimate aeroplane. Oh, movie. Limitless is great. Uh, well, uh, you know, the first time he took that pill and yeah. looked at the book, and uh, I'm in, I'm in. <laughs> that give me that. It's a yeah. great. It's, it's makes you want to do. And I then, those and then on the plane, I watched that film. Uh, what's her name? Johansson. Uh, oh, Lucy. <sighs> Oh, terrible. No, I love Lucy. After, after, after Limitless, Limitless, nah. This is just, this is just, shoot them up. This is it's like... Limitless without all the talking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I want it to be a bit, like, yeah. Lucy, sit down, have a chat. Again, a not minute. a terrible film, but I should, I should have watched them in the reverse order. I, I, I should have watched Lucy. It goes pretty good. They go, you think Lucy's good? Watch Limitless. Wait till you see Bradley Cooper take some pills. Yeah. Yeah, that was just too... It was like, again, it was like a video game. I'm not slagging it off, but, you know, it's like, <laughs> compared to Limitless. Compared to the masterpiece that is Limitless. <laughs> yeah. um, they made a TV show out of Limitless. Did they? Just for again, I don't, think, I don't think you need to extend that experience. Yeah. Um, you got the gist. So, yeah, probably, they probably are, they're probably films like that, that escapist sort of. Yeah, Limitless isn't beloved. You know, yeah. and, and, I, and I, watch, I watch films and I, there might be one little idea. 
in it that I liked. Yeah. You know, Taken, I thought, when I saw it, I thought, fucking hell, it's the best of, it's the best. There's some films that you go, they're the best of the genre. Yeah. The genre might be awful. Yeah. But, um, you know, uh, Con Air. Oh, great Con film. The Rock. Amazing. Uh, you know, those are the best of their yeah. genre. Um, Die Hard, probably the greatest of its genre and a, and a, and a few others, yeah. you know. Um, but those sort of things are rare. I don't usually like those car chase, shoot them up. Right. Films, you know. Did um, you like in special correspondence? You've got you've got shooting and but that's spoof. I know, but was it fun to shoot? Yes, of course it was. It was. It was. Yeah, but I, I really have still got. There's no. There's no part of me that goes. Maybe I could do a serial. I right. know that it's funny because I'm a little fat bloke who's scared of the gun and shooting people in the balls by mistake. <laughs> it's pure. It's spoof, spoof, spoof. Yeah. You know, there is no part of me. The people said this about a life on the road. They said, oh, secretly, do you wish you were a rock star? I go, well, I failed at that, but this is pure comedy. Yeah. You know, I'd, people, after Ghost Town, people didn't go, oh, do you want to be a dentist? <laughs> do you want to be It's because dead? rock's cool, and they think, like, being, yeah. a, being a hero with guns is cool. It, it, you know, um, so no, at no point did I think, oh, this is, this is cool. It's no, it's so comedy. Funny. It's comedy. It's, I, never, yeah. I never forget that, you know. Vanity exists, but not not in the work. Right. No, definitely not. No, you've got to, you've got to make a putz of yourself. Yeah, um, but I think what I mean is, I'm not saying that it isn't funny. It's that you did also get to like jump a car and shoot guns. And yeah, but was I was terrified. Like, oh, you were genuinely, of course. All oh, right. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Eric Banner, who's an actual racing driver, is he? Yeah. Oh yeah. He does right. Right. So there's that in a, an old jeep. Right. Going over a rackety bridge, right? And we're going to fire guns. I was fucking terrified. I was dreading it for the weeks beforehand. Yeah, I cut out things like, you know, jumps over things, takes off. And I'm like, fuck that. (laughs) Originally, I wrote it was a motorbike. Netflix, I'm saving you, buddy. Yeah, fuck that. (laughs) Get a Jeep. No, it was going to be a motorbike. motorbike at first. No, <laughs> fuck that. They're walking slowly over yeah. a bridge. <laughs> yeah, walking, exactly. Yeah. They've dropped yeah. the guns. There's no guns. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even like the fact that it was real guns. Wow. Um, uh, with, you know, not that they're, yeah, yeah. they're, 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 they were once real guns. Yeah. But I didn't even, I, I thought, fucking hell, it looks a bit, oh, yeah. Yeah. I love that you're dreading it. Oh, shit. Yeah. I think we're going to cancel this film. Just as it's getting for the last uh, week. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're nearly finished, Ricky. Really. No, nah. I, I never get caught up in a, I do, I, what I do get caught up in is, uh, nuance and, yeah. and, uh, and relationships and romance and honor and things like that. I get caught up in. I love that scene, you know, yeah. in the scene when I'm crying, I'm fucking crying. I'm acting, yeah. but you know, I can do it. Whereas I, I, I'll never get, I could never get caught up in putting a, it'd be fun. Yeah. Dressing up as a superhero or, you know, pretending to be a real, hero yeah but it's it's like i I never forget i never forget that i'm an actor i think that's the problem well when you're in it that's what i wanted to ask you actually like when we did Derek, i had a scene with you where you were crying and it was so impressive because you did it like instantly once i can do it once instantly this is an amazing actor but you also were like talking like do this set up and action and then you cried yeah and everyone was like oh my god and then you said cut and then you added like chat and i was like when you were in that bit, in your head, can you, are you just going... No, the thing's got to make me cry. Right. What I can't do is I, I can't be acting a thing that wouldn't make me cry, thinking right. about something sad. Right. The sadder the actual thing is, yeah. 
in the thing I'm acting, I can get there quicker. But you can only do it once. So I say to cameras, you've got to right. capture this. Because once you've cried and it's yeah. good, you can't cry again. You feel better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not very bummed about this. So <laughs> all, all my crying scenes are the, first, the one and only take. But, but, so when you're in it, I mean, it, like, without, like, it's quite hard to sort of analyse acting and stuff, but, like, are you in it, in that moment, are you sort of fully focused, this is it, I am Derek doing this moment, or Yeah, is... I am, I am. Those sort of things, I can get lost okay. in it. Uh, but then, no, okay, that's, that's enough, let's, uh, cut. Right. Yeah, so I can, I can recreate so emotions. brain comes back, you're, yeah. you do it for a bit, then your sort of director brain Yeah. I'm I'm uh, I'm okay at that. I'm okay at laughing and crying. I'm okay at uh, recreating emotions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really, really impressive. Uh, what is the film you loved years ago, but it doesn't hold up now? You watched it recently, and you're going, "Oh dear, I don't know why I love this." Oh it's yeah. Really dated. Either it's dated, or you just don't like it anymore, or you go, "All of the, you know, that was a really like sexist film that I used to enjoy, or anything like that." Oh, that's a tough one. It, probably those films you watched to wear as a badge. Well, like Last House on the Left or something, you mean? Um, well, things like, again, very, not just age relative, but how old you are in what year relative. Yeah. I remember being blown away by things like Clockwork Orange. Right, right. But I don't know if that would stand up for me now. That's That's, that's a brilliant answer. I think... I don't really like that film, and I did when I was young because it was cool. And it yeah, was, well, even Burgess went through a yeah. A, didn't he go through a, a pang of conscience about the ending and stuff? Yeah, I think so. Or was it? Or well, Kubrick? no, Stanley Kubrick, Kubrick banned it. He banned it himself. Oh, him was it? Was yeah. it? Yeah, right. Again, it was pretty. It was pretty super to watch that as a teenager. I yeah, think. everything about it was cool, and you, you, I think you worry less about the ambiguity of morality. Yeah. You just like, when you, you like the, the chutzpah. The, yeah. You know. So probably something like that. What's that? I feel, I saw a film. What's the one with, um, Mickey Walker's motorcycle boy and Matt Dillon? Oh, uh, um, Rumblefish. Oh, Rumblefish. Rumblefish. I thought it was incredible. Right. And I don't think, I, I don't think that would stand up for me now. Right. That might be like The Breakfast Club. Yeah. There's sort of a little bit of, I mean, there's so many films now that are style of a ton of content that, that I, that I wouldn't fall for, but, I think you're, I think you're sort of 15, 16, 17, even 25 year old brain mm. sort of likes that. There's even recent films that I don't think I could, I could enjoy as much, like Magnolia, that that split the vote at the time. Love Magnolia. So did I, but I don't know if I would now. I watched it recently. Is it good? It's fucking amazing. It's better. I like, what's the so, film like it that, that, uh, with all the different... Uh, Shortcuts? No, Julia Roberts and Matt Dillon as the cop. Crash? Crash, yeah. Oh, okay. Again, I love that again, because I thought that was sort of magnolia light and without the edges a little bit. I quite enjoyed that at the time. Again, exactly. but it's a sort of... A, there's some films you watch and you go, oh, that's great. Would you watch it again? Definitely not. Yeah. There's no... You know what I mean? I've, yeah. I've had the experience. It's like a joke. Mm. I've, had the, I've, had the, I've had the surprise and the journey, but things that, you, you know, like Tootsie... Yeah. I watched that a hundred times. Right. It's still, you know what I mean? I haven't watched it. I've watched it. I've probably watched it 30 times. Okay. Because there's some, because you recreate those lovely ideals and the emotions and the, and the aspirations and the, yeah. and the sweetness and the things that are timeless. Whereas something that's. It's the painful stuff, isn't it? That you well, it's more innovation in a way. I think right. innovation 
suffers and dates more. You look at you look at uh, an iPod from yeah. two years ago. It looks like the fifties. Yeah, because it was so. Yeah. And this, you know, it's, it's true. so I think sometimes those things suffer a little bit when technology is the innovation, mm. or you know, um, things that even attitude and trend when they're the the best thing about it. I think it dates quicker as well. You're very right, and stuff gets sort of cannibalised to the extent something like yes. paranormal activity. I think is a masterpiece. The first one is a really clever way to scare people. It's yeah, a really brilliant film. But it was so then used in everything. Well, that now you'd probably hate paranormal. You'd watch well, it. it was this shit. Another example, like Seven, I thought was amazing. Yeah. So I watched Saw, which right. was pretty good. But then I watched Saw Two, right. and I thought. What happened? Yeah. What What happened there? <laughs> yeah. They've lost all the bits I like. Now it's just squashing heads. It's like, and luckily I try and avoid the hype for because I know yeah. I'll hate it with all the hype. And I watched uh, Blair Witch last year. All oh, right. I thought it was great. Yeah. But I hated it when everyone was saying it's the best. Oh, I'm not going to watch it then. You tell me it's the yeah. best. I'm not watching it then. No. You ruined it. You ruined it. I believe it's. Yeah, I'm not watching it. Yeah. I'm getting back in my bucket. Forget it. When the winner stepped out. Yeah. yeah. The thing about Clockwork Orange that upsets me is Singing in the Rain is my favourite. And, you know, they use Singing in the Rain in it. Like, yeah, when he's beaten. But yeah, but that, that's odd as well that Singing in the Rain is your favourite because I don't. I've never. I've never been to a musical. Right. I sort of like them. I like the numbers. I like, you know. Yeah. Uh, but I can't really enjoy. I've never liked the. Busby Bartley or people yeah. bursting into song. Yeah. I've never got, I've never really got the Wizard of Oz and all those camps sort of thing. I, I've, I thought, I sort of needed them to be life changing. Have you seen Singing in the Rain? It's funny. That's the thing. It's proper funny. Maybe I should watch it again. Again, maybe it was just on the telly yeah. when I, you know, around Christmas time and, and I, you know, and I was too young to appreciate it. So I, yeah. I must say I haven't watched it as an adult. No. Okay. No. Give it, give it a go. Okay. And you know, I think you'll like it because it's, it's emotional and funny. Oh, is it? Okay. Well, I, I've probably got that wrong then. I'm uh, not, I, I know might what you mean about, watched it. about most uh, sort of Busby Berkeley lines. I'm not into that. I'm not no. into just people doing a song for no reason. Yeah. But what I was going to say is Gene Kelly, it just, just makes me sad, this story. That he's he, funny, isn't he? He's really funny. And he, yeah. was at, he was like 80 or something. He was at an award ceremony and he saw Malcolm McDowell from Clockwork Orange and he said... Are you the man from Clockwork Orange? And I said, yes, I am. I'm a big fan. And Gene Kelly just sort of looked at him and I can't remember if he said anything or he just walked off, but he was clearly like... Disgusted. Why did you do that to my thing? And I really? feel really sad about that. Oh, no. I'm thinking about you saying about when you're young and you think it's cool, this sort of violence and stuff. And I always think about uh, Steve Martin said in an interview once, he said, the older I get, the harder comedy gets because my empathy gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And it's so hard to do jokes about people or anything because i yes. feel sorry for everyone now yeah I have, I, I, it's so hard i mean to... that's the hard thing to do with it even with a joke that you, you've got to be able to bump into that person yeah, or have them in yeah. front of you and if you can't then the, there's something missing mm. not that i not that i think that you know it sometimes it's just a joke and no one wants to be the butt of the joke no one wants to be the subject of a joke in case because they feel people are laughing at them and yeah i think that it, it depends on the joke it depends on the person what they've done is it about something they can help? Is it about their public behaviour? Yeah. Do they deserve it? Is it? A, are you punching up, punching down? All these things come into account. Are you a vampire? Yeah, and <laughs> I, I wouldn't say comedy. I, I wouldn't say comedy. I mean, comedy, particularly with jokes, is an intellectual pursuit. 
And as soon as it gets emotional, it might be falling to the side of rallying. I've seen, you know, a comic come out, a northern comic, or a name him, he's come out on stage, and they're all cheering, and he's gone, what are we going to do about these fucking immigrants? <gasps> and I thought, well, that's not a joke. Yeah. That's that's rallying. That's rallying. But I wouldn't say comedy is void of empathy because I think it needs it. I think you have to understand what's right and wrong to deconstruct it or go the mm. wrong way. And I think our, our intellect, our very being, is a, is is built around empathy uh, and caring about others. And you know, and even if it's being tribal, because I think the first the first joke was probably a caveman bumping his head. And another caveman laughing because he knew he didn't mean to do that. Right. So it requires empathy. All jokes uh, yeah. require empathy because you have to be there. You have to. You have to be in the shoes of the protagonist or the victim to laugh. Because yeah. if you don't care about anything, why is it funny? That's very smart. Well, because yeah. it's a story. Every joke is a story. Everything is a story. But you have to. You what have to at least it? understand empathy yeah. to feel it and know why it's funny. So. Um, but that's a very important part. I think he means um, uh, he feels for the real victim of a joke or yeah. a punchline. Um, but that, that, that's that's true. And yeah. when you, you don't care, you think, oh, I don't care. Yeah, exactly. You know, and it's hard, don't forget, he's also thinking that it's harder to um, punch up because he's a very powerful, yeah. loved person. So it's, he's, you know, it, for those people in Hollywood, the only way they can punch up are probably billionaires and politicians yeah it depends mm. uh what is the film that this is my favorite question right what is the film that has the most meaning to you not necessarily the film is particularly good but it's because of the events surrounding the seeing of that film it might have been your first date it might be the day you lost a job you'll always remember that film because of what happened jungle book great go on one it was an amazing film yeah i loved animals I was there with my mum. How old were you? I don't know. Maybe eight. Okay, so near old yellow. Had you said to your mum, are they all going to die in this? Can you warn me in advance? Um, no, because I was aware. I was aware of the cinema. Right. Because I mean, it was an event, and I remember it wasn't just one of those old re-showings. Mm-hmm. I remember it was like an event in the school, and I went to a, to a cinema in Reading, and it was like, I remember there was carpet up the walls. Yeah. I thought, what a fucking cool place this is. I didn't understand acoustics. I just thought, fuck me there. This is a posh place. There's carpet up the walls. <laughs> we can only, we can only just afford carpet to the, to the edge of the wall, let alone up the wall. Um, the shaken back bill on this place yeah. must be huge. And I remember it had little, like, little spotlights all around the ceiling. Yeah. It was like being inside, wrapped in a carpet with little lights. And it was amazing. And I watched Jungle Book and it, uh, obviously the greatest event of my life up till then. Yeah. And I remember Baloo getting it, and I thought, this is getting too fucking much. This is going to turn me dark. <laughs> I'm gonna... This is a fork in the road. Right. Atheism's a weekend away. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then he was better, and I remember feeling this is the greatest, this is the greatest feeling I've ever had. And I remember also walking home from it, saying to my mum, because it must have affected me. Yeah. I was saying, how old will I be when you die? Oh, God. And she went, oh, you'll be old. I went, will I care? Because I wanted, I wanted not to care. Yeah, I, yeah. I knew it was devastating now. Yeah. But I wanted not to care. And she went, you'll care, but you'll be old enough to cope with it. Oh, my God. That hurt my heart a bit. So I remember that. Yeah. I remember that. 
And then the next day, yeah. which again might have been a slight influence, um, I went into school and they asked us what we'd done. Mm. Uh, and so I went to see Jungle Book. And she went, oh, tell us all about it. And I remember I had the kids doing the parts. I sort of, oh, I knew yeah. it off the heart. Director, yeah. And she went, we've got to stop now, Ricky. It's the end of school. You've done it all day. So she's basically, or oh, oh, it was the last yeah, hour. Yeah, there. Yeah. And so it was like, she had to go, fuck me. Stop. Were you? You were like, it's only the first scene. Yeah. I went, you wait till fucking Peter Jackson. There'd be three hour outtakes. <laughs> wow. I love that you were like, this is going to turn me dark. That's great. Yeah, no, yeah. Oh, I thought, oh, not again. Fuck me. Why do animals have to die? It's going to turn me dark. But then it turned around. This wasn't oh. like Ring of Bright Water or, or Old Yeller. The bear was all right. Yeah. Best day ever. Uh, Let's act it out in real time. <laughs> um, can I ask you, I don't even, I'm just sort of, because of that story, how old were you when your mum died? 40. Really? Yeah. God, I'm sorry. Yeah. Right, let's move on, you've made me sad. What is the uh, film, which is a real, um, uh, what's the film you thought is the sexiest? I don't know what that means, really. Well, it's how you interpret. Is there a film that when you were young, you were like, oh, bloody hell, this is exciting. Wow. Or yeah, I mean that—that's the thing, though, isn't it? If if you're counting films uh, as for an adolescent boy, anything could happen. Jungle Book. Well, my mate. Well, actually, my mate fancied Chitera in in He Man, which I thought was a bit stretching it a bit. Chitera. Yeah. See the, the cat. Oh, the cat. Right? The cat. <laughs> <laughs> Cartoon cat. And I've heard people think, "Oh, Roger Rabbit," and what's her name? Jessica. Jessica Rabbit. Rabbit yeah. yeah. Yeah, but that I mean that's that's the, jo- that's the joke, isn't it? Um, but uh, I remember a, a mate when I and we must have been like sixteen. Yeah, if he saw a woman smoking on telly, he had to pop to his room. <laughs> that's the, that's the, he was so, on twenty a day. So what's the sexiest thing, fags? <laughs> to any Americans listening, that's uh, slang for cigarettes. Yes, just to be clear, just to be very. <laughs> Um, so we single-handedly bring down this podcast. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't go. I've never gone for those. You know, those fucking semi-erotic nonsense things that are built for. Yeah. And uh, what's that? Well, like, I've never. I, I've never. You know, I can't even slag it off because I've never seen Fifty Shades of Grey and all those oh, things right, that yeah. are mildly. I don't. It, it just doesn't. But then, sexy it doesn't mean that, does it? It doesn't mean, necessarily mean that. It means. Um, I don't know. I can't think. I can't think of what. Someone said, you should see this film, it's sexy. Yeah. I go, I'm def- why would I go and see a sexy film? What do you mean? It's, what do you mean it's sexy? Was there a movie star that you were like, that's my dream person? Like Grease 2, amongst its many... <laughs> it's Back many to Grease 2. It's a, it's a feminist masterpiece, it's got everything, but it's also a sexy film. Um, well, I suppose I liked... I was aware that I, you know... Like Rodo, I'd say that's not a film. I thought I, I I knew at the time and in retrospect why it was good that it was like a lead woman who was independent and feisty and funny. Yeah. It's not a film, not not an answer to your question. <laughs> and I was aware when I watched as a teenager, I was aware things like The Graduate. Yes, this was a coming of age thing with a, a yeah yeah. And funny though, 
Very funny. And funny. Your answer can be a funny film that's well, as sexy. But that, but that is amazing. When the awkwardness of Dustin Hoffman, who I assume is meant to be 18, but is probably 28, yeah. right? But that bit when he decides to go for it and in the, in the hotel and uh, he calls her from the lobby and it's a phone call. Yeah. And he goes, she goes, um, aren't you forgetting something? He goes, I'm sorry, thank you. She goes, no, the room number. The room number. <laughs> and then, um, help me with my dress. And the good look at the coat hangers. And he goes, wire or wood? You, you, you choose. It's just, so I like, so I like that sort of thing. Oh, and the kissing the with the cigarette, your mate must have been a state. Yeah, yeah. And, and the re, I like the reality of it. I liked, um, like I remember seeing, uh, I can't remember which one it is. It's a, it's a Woody Allen, Diane, Keaton where she laughs at him being funny. Yeah. Which I thought, that's great. Cause usually the players were above it in even comedy films. They'd say something funny and they wouldn't laugh because yeah. they was like, but the fact that she was laughing at him trying to impress her. I love that. What was it play against him? Was it Annie Hall or a lot of his films? What's when he comes uh, home and he said he was when he was mugged and he goes, What do you need? He oh, goes, uh, How about a three foot band-aid? Yeah. And I thought that's great yeah. that he's flirting and she's laughing. Yeah. So I like that sort of I suppose that reality the real the real stuff more than this ridiculous yeah. Hollywood thing or the fucking I mean I can I can't imagine what Fifty Shades of Grey is like. I, I, I don't know who it's aimed at. I, uh, I, I haven't seen it, so that's not fair. But, it's but so at, no, uh, massive groups of women for Valentine's Day, right? But I think superheroes. The reason it's like full of fucking teenage boys, or some of them too old to be there, still mm. living with their mum, is because it, there's tight outfits. Do you? Do you know what I mean? I think there's like. You know, it's like, it's like, <laughs> some are going, why, why are we watching, why are we watching actors? It's like, what are, I just don't get it. I don't get enough. the superhero things. I mean, Spider-Man, that was disappointing. When I first heard, I was yeah. this is going to be good, right? Because I'm scared of spiders. So, oh, right. So if this had been a 150 pound fucking arachnid <laughs> that fucking caught you, bit you mm. and sucked your guts out. Now, as it is, it's a 150 pound bloke in fucking kids pajamas. Fuck off. I'd smack him in the face. If he, sw- if Spider-Man swung towards me, I'd punch him right in the fucking face. Fuck off, you weedy little cunt. If anyone from Marvel is listening, Rick is like, no, he's still available to work. <laughs> uh, if you are planning to make the 150 massive spider. <laughs> I'll play that, yeah. Um, what is the film that you most related to? Do you have an answer for this? I do, okay, I do. Great. And it's weird, and I don't know why, and I have to analyse it because people, so people don't think I'm cool or crazy or yeah. I think I'm fucking a rebel without a cause. Mm-hmm. But it's probably something like One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. And you relating to... Well, him, because I thought, again, yeah. you watch it with different eyes when you get to an adult. Yeah. Because when I watched that, I thought he was the coolest man in the world mm-hmm. who was being oppressed by the system. And, and I hate Nurse Ratchet. But now, as a as a, a mature man, I think, well, he's, he's not a good man, is he? Mm. He's not. A, he's not a good lad. Yeah, <laughs> you know. But I think that disruptive, naughty. Let's come on, fuck it. Don't worry about. It. I, I think I was sort of punk yeah. when I was again, uh, uh, and not like he was. I didn't go out 
getting into fights and, you know, burning down buildings and robbing people and, mm. and being a rebel like that, I answered back to teachers. <laughs> so, so him in that thing is me answering back to teachers and authority. finishing this act out of Jungle Book. I exactly. Don't know what time it is. So I think anything where, I, I think I identify with anyone who answered back. Right. So I did like those sort of, those were my superhero things like Cool Hand Luke. Yeah. And, and Rebel Without a Cause and, uh, uh, and One Flew of the Cuckoo's Nest. And for, for, you know, even though they're all different and varying degrees of who was right and wrong. Mm. And, you know, some of, some of the, some heroes in films are fucking heinous characters. Yeah. You know, Tony Soprano is a sort of a hero. He's a fucking murderer. Yeah. You know, and that, that's, they do it. They get, the, the, you know, Godfather. You know, Michael, a fucking a hero who says we can't kill a cop. It's a terrible thing to say. <laughs> yeah. But you know, it's but you're still, you're still sticking but around. It's, but, but they do it that he's fighting, he's fighting an un, unjust world. They, they make them the underdog, you know. Um, so it sort of depends. So I did, I've always identified with, with people standing up and saying, answering back to authority, why, why do we have to do it like this? You know, I like Planet of the Apes. The first time the apes go, we've had enough. Yeah. I fucking love that. Oh, yeah, it's so good. It's amazing. I, 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 I think the most important thing in the world is justice. Yeah. I think if I can analyse it and bring it down to justice, nothing makes my blood boil mm. more than injustice. And it started with animals, and then it, it, it's the same. We're, we're, we're all animals. And injustice is the worst thing. It, it's, the, it's the worst thing in the world. Mm. So... Anyone who does the right thing, honour, integrity versus, you know, a little bit of blowback. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm with that person. I'm with the person who, who does it because it's right, not because it'll be popular. Mm. Uh, they they're suffer for it. People walking into the sunset without the girl because it was the right thing to do. I love that shit. Yeah. I love that shit. And I like Shane because sometimes you got to shoot people. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly right. Uh, Great answer. What is the film, objectively, because you do know the difference, that objectively you think is the greatest film of all time, not your favourite necessarily, but you go, that's fucking... Arguments aside between one and two, The Godfather. Okay. It's a cinematic work of art. And you're sticking with part it's, one. It's a your... fuck. I will. I yeah. will because it's the first one I saw. Yeah. Uh, and I know how good two is, and it might even be better. But there's nothing so complete and perfect as a rip roaring ride because that mix is the best with my favourite, and it's fucking astounding. Did you see it at the cinema when it was? No, oh, I didn't. Right. No, no, I saw it late. In fact, I saw it after. I hated gangster films. Oh really? I hated them. I thought they were boring. I resist them, and then I saw Goodfellas. Yeah. Thought, here we go. Now we're talking. talking yeah. And I, people say, well, if you like that, you like The Godfather. I go, will I? <laughs> Fuck off, man. I like it. Okay, now. Unbelievable. No, so I probably saw it 20 years ago. Oh, right. Uh, yeah. And you were like, this is the greatest. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. I, I, for so many reasons. I mean, everything about it is good. And yeah. I don't usually get into things like, the cinematography and the pacing and the, you know. Yeah. And I would never, if someone said there was a good film on, two and a half hours long, I'd go, forget it. But, it, uh, yeah. Is there a 10-hour Scandi Noir? I mean. Yeah. Yeah. But with drink breaks in your house <laughs> yeah. over a two-week period. Yeah. Perfect. 
do, do you know this, that Mario Puzo, who wrote The Godfather, made up all these things, like the codes, just made them up, and now Mafia used the codes that he made up? He, he didn't do all his research, just made up a load of shit. But they, they what strictly business and things like yeah, that. Yeah, because it became so famous. And if you were Matthew, I, I did hear they watched him filming it just to make sure he didn't really betray him. To yeah, um, they 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 you make us look good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'd come out in the street and they're and sitting on a chair and just watch a little bit of the filming. You know. Um, but yeah, it's great. They have notes. It's, it's, I love that. it's yeah, notes. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what do you want? Yeah, you want to punch this up a bit? Yeah. But it's but also, even without what it's about, yeah. it's a uh, it's Shakespearean, isn't it? It's a fuck. It, it's an opera. It's the uh, you know the guy. Even where the things, the little things like when they say uh, they know he's a, a civilian, mm. and yet he's a soldier in real life, but he's a civilian in that family. Yeah, and he he doesn't want to be like them, so he's the best person to take over. You know, it's yeah. great. It's so. It's it's not just a a shoot 'em up guy. It's fucking nuanced. Yeah. It's brilliant. It is a brilliant film. It's the best film ever. I've said that. You've said it. <laughs> <laughs> you say it. you're sticking with it. But uh, again, what a safe bet. No one sitting home going, "Oh, come on, Rick, you're a little bit left field there, aren't you?" God, you've stuck your neck out, boy. God, he's just like Jack Nicholson in one. Yeah, movie, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what is the film? You might have answered this. What's the film you can or could watch the you have or could watch the most over and over again? That's a is difficult it, one because is it that's something that that there is probably probably at the moment mm. backed up by statistics. But yeah. would that be forever? Like it probably is. I could give it. I can give you the films that I've watched the most, and then think which one. I mean, it is Godfather, and. Uh, and probably something like Tootsie and uh, Marathon Man, and then you know things like A Few Good Men and uh, yeah. those those greens that are you know you've got to work up to it. But there were, you know, truth is it's probably the number of times I've seen any part of a film. Mm. Ah, ah, now we're getting into things like on, what does, were you say? well Muppet Christmas Carol, It's a Wonderful Life. Do they count? Because I watch them every Christmas. Yeah. Would I? Well, then it's probably it is probably a Christmas movie. Muppet Christmas Carol. It's probably Muppet Christmas Carol. But then that's not choice. You do that because it's the time of year. I wouldn't watch a Muppet Christmas Carol in June. I wouldn't watch a Wonderful Life in June, even though it's a Wonderful Life. If it wasn't a Christmas film, would still be one of the greatest, greatest films. Yeah. Casablanca. Yeah. Uh, if we don't count Christmas, if we don't count Spinal Tap. Yeah, which I've probably watched the most because okay. it's, it's the greatest comedy film and the funniest. And I, I can I used to watch a bit of it when I was waiting for a cab. Yeah, right. I know it off by heart. Yeah. If we don't count that, we don't count Christmas films. Okay. And it shouldn't be Godfather because it's worth too much to watch it a hundred times and let it lose anything. Yeah. It probably is something like Commuter. <laughs> yeah. It probably is something like Tootsie. Okay. That we watch together. We go, we decide on a film. You know, oh, really? that's the film that we decide on as well. That's nice. Outside Christmas that we have to watch a Muppet Christmas Carol, you know. Yeah. Um, it, d- December comes, it's Muppet Christmas Carol. Then it's A Wonderful Life. Then one of the 40, uh, uh, you know, Miracle on 46th Street. Street, you know, it's, you know, Elf. It's like, it's those that, that yeah. win because of Christmas, but it probably is something like Tootsie, yeah. Lovely. 
what is the worst? I don't like being negative, but we'll do it briefly. What's the worst film you ever saw? I've got one that came to mind because I remember watching it and talking about it, mm-hmm. uh, which is unfair because it probably isn't the worst ever. You know what? If if I don't, if a film doesn't because of DVD, yeah, you know, and a plane, yeah. I don't think I've ever walked out in a cinema, but I don't go to the cinema. Right. But the fact that you can stop a DVD and watch another one, yeah, lots of lots of films have been stopped after five minutes. Right. Okay, this is awful. Okay. Uh, the, uh, anything can annoy me. Honestly, the art director can annoy me. Why is it all brown? Why is every room fucking brown? Let's go. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're like, oh, why is it? If a, if a film starts in a nightclub with someone fucking taking cocaine, turn it off. <laughs> Banging music and someone taking cocaine and then Russians come in and shoot everyone. Turn it off. I stopped doing this when I was 28. <laughs> you know, um, so, but I do remember a film, I'm watching it and thinking again, you know, one of those, you watch it and go, fuck me, that I, why am I watching this? Yeah. I don't want to say. It's not fair. Uh, it's, not, it's not fair. Okay. I don't want to say because it's too modern. Oh, it's okay. Too, it's just not, it wasn't aimed at me. I don't like films that are too middle class and mimsy, and this was way too middle class and mimsy, and and didn't relate to me. Yeah. It was a pro- you know, I don't. So I don't. I, it's not fair. All right. Well, you can tell me off the record. I will. Yeah. Uh, I'm just gonna leave a pause. With Maybe you. I will, baby. And then, well, and I think you've answered this, and your answer was correct. But what's the film that makes you laugh the most? Spinal Tap. Yeah. Well, again, age relative. I probably have never laughed as much ever at any film as at the farting scene in Blazing Saddles. Yeah, that's fair. Or Airplane. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it, with an adult head looking back and adding it all together and being objective, it's Spinal Tap. Yeah. Spinal Tap is the greatest comedy film. I it see. is the greatest comedy film. Yeah. Right? And there's some, been some great ones. And there's, you know, and I don't, and, and I, I've got to the point now where I think making a comedy film is a waste of a film. <laughs> Cause I think we well, doesn't, it's, it's not, it's not the best format for it. Um, but I, I usually need comedy plus as well. And that has a bit of comedy plus, but actually it's just silly. I think that's what lasts longer with a comedy film. It's just silly. Because it's it's about it's about the human condition. Adults being silly. We're all men as boys. We're all silly. We're all it's laughable. We take life too seriously. It's laughable. You should laugh at us, particularly men. You should laugh (laughs) at men. You should laugh at the vanity of the man. And and comedy at its essence is is an ordinary guy or gal, but uh, you know, usually an ordinary guy trying to do something he's not equipped to do. You know, I stole everything from everywhere to make David Brent. Yeah. The archetypal man who's not, a, he, thinks he's, he thinks he's good at everything. <laughs> yeah. And he's not. And he's not that bad. Yeah. You know, so uh, uh, all, the, all those things, all those things that I've stolen from make me laugh from Spinal Tap. And then the silliness of Airplane. Yeah. How silly. And everyone's a winner. And Woody Allen, you know. Play it again, Sam is my favourite. Not his, really. No, he didn't write that, did he? No, he didn't. Um, but I know he wrote it, but he didn't direct it. Didn't direct it. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But again, just a, a grown man trying to be something he's not. Yeah. Instantly funny. So yeah, I, I do like that. I do like the 
if we're going to do it, I, I like a putz. I like a putz at the bottom and just struggling. Yeah. And if he's angry, anger's funny. It's very funny. Um, you don't want him to be too self-aware, mm. but you want him to know it's not working. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I'd, I'd say that I'd, I'd say Spinal Tap. Correct. That is actually. Thank you. I've, how many have finally, I got right? Got, how many have I got, got right? One, you got one right. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Good. Uh, well, the sexy one, Chitira. <laughs> you got that right. That wasn't me. Oh, well, that was my mate. Your mate got one point. Mm. Um, the la- the last question is, which I don't put on the list deliberately, is what's your favourite film? You only allowed one. It's Godfather. Okay. It is. Yeah. yeah. Is that is that annoying that it's it's that it's. Why wouldn't I? Would not, why wouldn't I think my favourite film is the best? I know I don't have to, <laughs> um, but no, but that's not true, is it? You can watch you can watch films that because of a because I think like what there can the, be an emotional thing of what yeah, yeah yeah like Don't Look Now I think is probably top three greatest films of all time, but I could watch it every day. It's not like, ah, you know what I mean? so the difference between your favourite that you watch any time, all the time, and whereas love it School and, of Rock or Muppet Christmas Carol, I could watch that. Uh, that's my favourite. But, but the greatest is Don't Look Now. Do you know what I mean? Okay, well, The Godfather, I have to say, is the greatest then, don't I? Yeah. So if I had to choose one that it, that I, I could watch more... Yeah. Well, again, we've, we've said the ones that yeah. I can watch over and over again. It can be so, The Godfather. You might, it might make you happy. I think it might be my favourite. It, it, I, I do... Great. I do, I do love to get there, and I love that. I, it's the film I wish I hadn't seen, so I could watch it for the first time. Right. Because I remember... Yeah. I remember what it felt like. And it, 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 it yeah, it's amazing. That's nice. Oh, a film about murderers. <laughs> so sweet. Oh, we cut off the horse's head. Oh, lovely point. What a lovely present. <laughs> Jane, it's on again. <laughs> <laughs> Get the cocoa. Oh, here we go. Uh, it's the tub we've seen. <laughs> um, Rick is your base. You have been a wonderful guest. Thank you. I really appreciate you being on here. Now, the last thing I have to tell you is that when you were avoiding that safe and you fell onto the spike and it went straight up your ass and through your mouth. Yeah. And we couldn't get you off. And so over three to four days, you slowly died of starvation. We couldn't get anything down. And in heaven, there's just wheels on the spike and I just shuffle around. Yeah. Yeah. So when we went to bury you, like you were so sad, we couldn't get you off the spike. So we had to like drill in, pull the spike out. It had like a stand. We put it in the coffin. The whole point is, the coffin we'd built was for your size. We hadn't planned on the spike and everything. There's no room left in the coffin. There's only enough room to slide one DVD in for you to take over to the other side. And on the other side, there's movie night. And one night, it's your movie night. What's the film you're taking to show everyone on movie night? But why isn't that Godfather or Spinal Tap or Tootsie, the ones I've mentioned? Two reasons. One is... Whatever, whatever it is they haven't seen. Is yeah, that you it? might be worried someone else has taken... Oh. Whatever. It's up to you. I mean, oh. it's probably... I, oh, I could it? give you a heads up. Go on. I reckon Godfather's already there. Oh, I see. So I've got to take one... Also, they've... you've got to present the film. I mean, Godfather may be your answer. But you're, you're in... You know, it's your movie. It's really oh, well, I, I like the idea of, of having to think about it and it's a film that I've got to... I've got to... I've got a surprise. So basically, it mustn't be... Um, Empire's top ten. It's yeah, got to be one that's that. Yeah. Out, okay. Sure. That's tricky. Someone that would blow their mind. Yeah. That they'd go. Oh my god! You know what? You know what? The bloke on the spike bought. <laughs> right. Do you know what? At first, I wasn't sure about that guy. 
<laughs> that he brought a film that we haven't seen or heard of. Moment he had maybe not. I think maybe I'll think of him more than just a man in a spike on wheels gurgling about. Angels with dirty faces. Great answer. It's not there. You can take that. Amazing film. Okay. Loved it ever since I was a kid. And that is one of the first films you saw on telly. Yeah. But there's a bit in it that I sort of stole and watered down homeopathically, uh, unrecognisably. Go on. Uh, um, so, uh, Jimmy Cagney and Pat O'Brien mm-hmm. star, along with Humphrey Bogart, I think. Anyway, so they're born on the wrong side of the tracks together in a, in a, uh, a poor neighbourhood and they're, they're kids, they're hoodlums, they're running around doing stuff. And, uh, Jimmy Cagney gets, um, caught and he's put in the system, a young offender and, and becomes a big time gangster, America's sort of most wanted type. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, Pat O'Brien, he becomes a priest. He go, he goes good. And as he says in the film, it's cause he could run faster than Jimmy Cagney, which is a brilliant bit of That's social right. commentary. You know, he wasn't get, he wasn't put into the system. And, so anyway, they're still friends. And whenever um, Jimmy Cagney comes out of jail <laughs> now and again, he visits him mm-hmm. and he, in the church where he runs a boys club and keeps them out of trouble and, and they're playing basketball and, uh, and that Jimmy Cagney comes in and, you know, it's, it's great. And he's great with the kids, but they worship him and things turn bad. And he, it's a rip roaring tale. And he's, gets, he gets caught done for murder and he gets the electric chair. And he's cool as fuck. And he's going to fucking spit in their eye. Right? And he gets visited by Pat O'Brien, his friend, and, you know, the priest. And he goes, these kids look up to you. He says, if you go there and you'll be a hero. He went, he asked him to scream and beg. And he goes, sorry, can't do it. And he goes, okay. And he's walking down the corridor. You just see it in the shadow. And at the last minute, oh my God, I'm welling up. He starts screaming and crying. It's unbelievable. And then they read about him in the paper. The next day, the kids go, he was just a rep. He was just a no good rep. And Pat O'Brien sort of, oh, it's, it's fucking amazing. Uh, and I stole that. What did you steal it for? When, uh, Brent is being all cocky about being made redundant. Mm. Daniel, and then he goes, please don't make me redundant. Uh, so I was just there. <laughs> very watered down version. He's not going to the electric chair. Yeah. He's being made redundant from the job he loves and he's, He's, uh, he decides to try a different method. But, um, it's, it's an amazing, it's an amazing thing to do. Yeah. Before death. I, 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 That's great. So, yeah, it is one of my favorite films of all time. It's really but too, too harrowing to watch too often. Yeah. See, I like films that end well. Yeah. I, One Flew of the Cooker's Nest, I can't watch the ending. Mm. Whereas Midnight Express, I'll just watch the ending. <laughs> <laughs> there he is I'm going to swap endings <laughs> he's fine right up to when the Native yeah. American picks up the pillar yeah. right then it then the bloke in uh, what's it puts someone's head on a spike and escapes <laughs> there's a mashup a mashup of films <laughs> yeah yeah so Jimmy Cagney's just about to go to the electric chair but then Baloo wakes up and it's all <laughs> it's all fine I could make the perfect oh, film yeah. out of lots of different films. That's a great movie night. Ricky Gervais, you've been excellent. Thank you. Uh, I wish you well on your spike. Thank in you. Heaven. And uh, 
I hope you have a right old time. Is there anything you'd like to say before we finish? Is there anything you need to plug or anything you want people to look for? No. I think they... You're on my show, aren't you? They can check out... Yeah, check on out. Sirius. Uh, Sirius XM. If, if you're subscribing in America or on YouTube or audiobooks, you can look at that. Watch Humanity on Netflix. That's still there. Have a look. That's still... That's Here, still, have a look. That's still available. Yeah. And your new show is coming soon. That's been announced, right? Secret, uh, Supernature's doing that, doing warm-up. So that that I'll do a tour next year. Look forward to that, lads. And lasses. All welcome. That'll do for plugs, won't it? Um, Ricky Gervais, thank you very much. Cheers, my pleasure. Uh, good day to you, sir. So that was episode 20. Thank you so much to Ricky for coming on the show. If you do enjoy this show, please subscribe and give it five stars and a nice review for the simple reason that apparently it helps our numbers, means more people will get to hear it, I can keep making it, etc, etc, until we all die or the internet explodes. I'd like to thank Jonathan for organising this one. Thanks to Scroobius Pip and the Distraction Pieces Network. Thanks to Buddy Peace for producing it. Thanks to Acast for hosting it. Thanks to Adam Richardson for the graphics and Lisa Lydon for the artwork. Come back next week for more films to be buried with when I will be releasing the very special live episode that we recorded at the BFI South Bank with Mr. Will Poulter. It was cracking. But in the meantime, look after yourselves, have a good week, and please be excellent to each other. Sometimes I dream of becoming an actor. Have you ever dreamt of becoming an actor? Maureen, what is it you think I'd do for a living? Never mind. Sounds like you need the New York Film Academy. NIFA offers workshops, BFA and MFA degrees and summer camps in filmmaking, acting, journalism and more. Online and on campuses across the globe. To make films alongside industry professionals, explore more at nyfa.edu. Thanks, Brett. Thank you, Maureen. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your your perfect home sweet home.